everyone, this is Caitlin. And this is Lacey and Silas. <laughs> and this is Women in the Trailer Industry. Today we're going to talk a little bit about interviewing people, interviewing people to your core values of your company and what that looks like. Lacey, you had the most recent interview this week. What, what did your interview look like? Um, with your potential candidate. Yeah, so um, I've come a long way with interviewing. Sorry, <laughs> take a passy in the mouth real quick. Um, I, I'm kind of new at it, at interviewing and the whole process and what my process is to um, efficiently pick the right candidate. So it started with me just um, being able to know that like it was okay to go through the list and and go ahead and deselect the people that you know you're not going to interview. Spend your time on the ones that you do potentially want to interview and then when the, you interview um that's also come a long way for me I feel like every time I get a little bit better um I, overall I get the job done right yeah pick, to pick the right candidate but you can always finesse and do way better at how you interview and yeah. and vet your applicants um, yeah I think everyone it's like a work in progress too I know for me it and everybody it looks different so you know Tyler will do an interview and yeah. it's like way out of the box and I'm like <laughs> I couldn't like everyone's I don't know um communication is different so his interview as much as I try to strive for that will never be like my interview because I'm way more structured like get to the point can you do the job can you not like trying to figure that out and you know I feel like on the core value aspect of it it's a work in progress for me too like how do you know someone's true character um and them just not telling you what you want to hear because in an interview, as far as the interviewee, I think you'd be saying everything you'd want them to hear so you'd be selected for the job. So. Right. No, for sure. And um, I, I do think that it's important to note, like we talk about core values. Um, we've talked about it a lot on the podcast. Um, if you don't have those in, with, in your company, um, I'd encourage everybody to at least think about that. Like, what mm-hmm. do you want to hire and fire on? Um, and just have a, just a list of things that are important to you um, in that role and for your company that you can share in your interview. For me, it makes it easy for, um, because we do know those, for me to go down that list. And so your applicant, whoever that might be, they already up front and center know what you expect out of them, not just the skill and the um, things they're going to be doing, the tasks, but also uh, value-wise, what are you looking for and what are you going to be judging against? Yeah. And I think, you know, on the core value topic, when we identified those, it was kind of uh, mind-boggling because Lisa, our implementer, said, you know, focus on what you actually are, not what you want to be. And so that one blew me away because I think with core values, people always try to be like, what do we need to be? What do we need to strive to? And there's a lot of things we want to strive for, but are not really us. Um, And then I think the core values that we picked for our organization define our community as a whole. And yes, there's a thousand other things we need to work on, but that defines our community and who we are as people. Um, But to say that, you know, for me, it's just very hard to define in an interview setting. It is. How, how do I know this person is transparent? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, how do you really know that? Yeah, you know, so even in, when they're telling you stories. Yeah, and and also like, I, I think it helped me by just like giving them a breakdown of what our core values were, 
telling them a little bit about what, like explaining a little bit about what I mean by that, because, you know, you give them one word that could be translated a, a lot of different ways, but then actually asking them to give me an example of something that one of those that they have done and, and like how, the mm-hmm. way that they've exemplified that. And it helped me because on the spot, it's hard to come up with something to really impress somebody with, you know, you go yeah. into an interview knowing this is the skills that they want me to have. Um, or that I need to say that I have, if I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I better find them somewhere if I want this job. And then like, just g- basically I- I'm good and I can mesh with this company. That's what anybody's going to answer. You yeah. Know, if they want the job. So that, that really helped me to do that. Um, it was a good resource and a good tool to use. I think Tyler actually said, make them give you an example yeah. of, of a way that they have exemplified this in their own life or their own career right now. And so that really helped. I think gut feeling too, you know, I think of one of my most recent interviews that I really wasn't the interviewer, but um, I was there just kind of like you were to be the observer. And I think at the beginning, everyone had a weird gut feeling, but, and it was kind of strange, but everyone rolled with it because one of our core values is adaptive. So we were like, you know what, we want the the person with the best skill level for the job. And Mm -hmm. we felt like that was it. But then after that, it just became a chaotic mess. And so I I definitely think, you know, your gut about that person, like one thing I want to work on specifically is like, how do you get people just to talk to you freely in those instead of being nervous, especially if it's someone, you know, um, or or have known in the past. That almost makes it harder. (laughs) Yeah. For both you and that person. Yeah. And they, and they don't want to be open and they don't want to talk about things, but you really need to see how they can fit into the organization. So um, you know, having that talk with them, but I, I think gut feeling has a lot of play in it for sure. And, and if you have, you should have multiple people that you, um, interview just so you can get like a big scope of kind of what skill level is coming your way. And so you can, you know, something may pop up with one person that you're like, Hey, like, I really like that about them. I know recently for me, there was two applicants that I really liked and for two different reasons. And so I'm thinking like at this point, I, I may could have another spot open for that skill set that this, mm-hmm. that this guy offered me because I really think he'd be a good fit for that. You know, so maybe it would open doors in perspective of other than that one job that you have on the line. Yeah. If you have budget for it, then, you know, if it can help you increase your revenue and profit, then yeah. you need to look into that for sure. Definitely. And this kind of off topic of, you know, core values, but it was also interesting, you know, hi- hiring for these new positions we were hiring for what Tyler calls a genius or a monkey. Is it just yeah. someone who we're going to tell to do or are right. they going to know what they're doing? And it's so funny when you get into the phase of trying to hire geniuses because yes. then you're no longer the genius. Yes. And so then you have to kind of deal with those, um, not incompetency, but, you know, uh, what is the word? Inferior, yes. like feelings, yes. imposter syndrome, et cetera. Like, how are you to lead this person? And you don't know all the things. Insecurity. Yeah. That's what it is. But then you think about, you know, people hire people smarter than them to get the job done. And so I know something we do around here is we fill everyone's plate up. Right. till they can't be filled anymore. But then what happens, I actually think it's a disservice to our organization because what happens is that person's plate's so full and when everything is important. Nothing is important. So, um, that's just came to light over the last few months when we started hiring for all these positions. It's like, how much have we been stopping ourselves by having all these people who can do everything and they are talented and they are valuable, but 
nothing's getting done because they have all the things. So um, I definitely think filling those spots as soon as you can and have the funds to kind of pushes you in the right direction. I feel like we're already gaining some of that momentum yes. here by filling those positions. So I'm really excited to see where that leads us. Yeah, and, and especially when you're hiring what Tyler says is the genius or the technical um, position. Um, exactly what you said about we can't all do all the things because then we're not going to be good at anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's okay. Like, it, like for instance, I just hired for like a marketplace specialist. And specifically for Amazon, well, we've talked about it a million times. That could be a full-time job just dealing with Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that you have somebody on board that is can, that can be completely focused on that, you know that that job is getting done. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things, like, so the market is so fast moving and the marketplaces on like their policies and requirements and what their algorithm is going to use. There's no way that like that me myself could keep up with that to let somebody know how to do, you know, now we need to do this this, and this. Somebody has to be over that and man it and oversee it for it Mm -hmm. to be successful. And it's good when you dive in and just let somebody do that. Yeah. Definitely takes a lot off your plate because you're not having to figure out how to do all those things. Plus, um, um, I'll say that on the sales stack side too. We even have a software that does that, but it's still all the paperwork you have to yes. do with that. It's still a job. So definitely hiring those people when you know that you need them and you see things being blocked in your organization by one person having too many responsibilities. For sure. Um, hire as soon as possible. Um, and take your time in your interviews too. Like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be so formal. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like, because you have a need, obviously, while you're listing this job. Go into that interview knowing that you have a need, and so somebody else can vet for that position because they can fill your need. Mm-hmm. But be casual, not casual, like you you know you have a job to be done, casual is the wrong word, but like laid back so that it can be an open line of communication, and you can really kind of see, all right, this this person really knows what they're talking about just by your conversation back and forth of like, here's my need, how can you do? How can you fix this? Or yeah. how can you help this? Yeah, and and that's a good way to think about it. You know, if your job is not formal, suit and tie, all right. this other stuff. If it is, maybe you should go in like that. Yeah. But if it's more laid back, jeans and t-shirt every day, like a collaborative team working yes. together. This is the problem at hand. How do we want to solve it? Then maybe that is a good way to approach an interview like that. You know, t- sitting back and say, I have a need for a marketplace specialist how are you going to fill that need and just let them talk and Mm -hmm. then hear what they have to say so that's actually really good information (laughs) well and you could still have a sense of urgency so you could still get that line across like because that was my number one point is whoever I'm bringing on board like we are fast-paced right now we want it done yesterday Mm -hmm. you're coming in with high expectations and so I hope yeah, that you know what you're talking about down. because we're going to know really quickly. You know what I I'm know. saying? Like, so, I mean, just it's just good to just have an open mind, go in with the same mindset, or not mindset, but the same kind of culture or, like, tendencies that you yeah. have in your company and just see where it goes. But trusting your gut is definitely. Yeah. And, you know, with everyone hiring and stuff, I'm over here like, hmm. Doing this HR stuff, this IT stuff, but how do I hire for all this and all this? So I'm like, 
this is intriguing me so much, but, you know, we got to find the seats and make sure we have the room and all the things. But it is exciting when you get that momentum of new people behind you. It is. Um, a new wave of people and also people who are excited to get the job done. Mm -hmm. um, and that mesh with our current team that wants to do that as well. So yeah. onboarding is a totally different topic, but we could talk yeah. about that later. <laughs> I feel like there's. That's just another can of worms. Yeah. Interviewing well, has been interesting and, and it's and it's a good learning curve for me. I yeah. really appreciate like enjoy and it. For us, I think onboarding will be easier once we have our processes hundred yeah. percent laid out. But it's like right now we're constantly like, oh, we need to add this. Oh, yes. we need to add this. We're chasing our tip. Oh, like, need to, this needs to be covered, you know. Yeah. And so I think it'll get easier as we go, but right now it, it is still some struggle and trying to get through that, but we'll get through it. We're getting so, there. We're yeah. getting there. Yep. So just to recap, um, go with your gut, have multiple interviews for your position, um, be open-minded. What are some other things we went over? Um, you know, interviewing to your core values and really learn who that person is and not just what you're trying to get them to right. be and what they want you to think they are. So really getting to know them. Yeah. I think that pretty much sums it up. Well, um, you usually say something about wands. Yeah, yeah. So um, like and subscribe, follow us um, wherever you follow your podcasts. Also follow Juan with Full Send. He does a podcast every single week. And NATDA is coming up this year in September. Yep. Um, it will be in Nashville again, and we're excited to see everyone there that follows us. Um, so like, follow, subscribe, like Lacey yeah. said, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.